Less than 36 hours, a single ship of the Navy has rescued 36 sailors kidnapped by Somali pirates on the high seas, including a 19-member Pakistani crew on a fishing vessel. And then in a third incident, the Indian Navy has responded to the hijack of a Sri Lankan fishing vessel in collaboration with the Seychelles forces and the Sri Lankan Navy. All six crew members are now safe. Commanders from the Indian Navy's patrol vessel INS Sumitra have rescued 19 Pakistani sailors after pirates hijacked their fishing vessel off the east coast of Somalia. This was the second anti-piracy operation carried out by the same patrol ship within 36 hours. Uh, there's now been a third rescue as well. The Indian Navy has helped in rescuing a Sri Lankan fishing trawler from pirates off the Somali coast, thwarting a third hijacking attempt in the last three days. The vessel was finally intercepted in the Seychelles by the Seychelles Coast Guard with the help of inputs from the Indian Navy. These are the Somali pirates who hijacked a fishing vessel off the coast of Somalia with 19 Pakistani sailors on board. They were rescued after the Indian Navy responded to a distress call and boarded the vessel, the Al Naimi. An Indian Navy helicopter that you see here flew overhead as the operations happened. This is the second rescue by the Indian Navy patrol vessel Sumitra in 36 hours. In that time period, Sumitra saved 36 sailors from pirates whose weaponry has been seized. Piracy in the waters off the coast of Somalia has seen a huge uptick at a time when Houthi rebels have been striking ships in the region with drones and missiles. Earlier in its first mission, the Sumitra responded to a call for help from an Iranian flag vessel called the Imam. The Navy coerced the pirates to release the crew, believed to be 17 Iranian sailors. In less than 36 hours, a single ship of the Navy has rescued 36 sailors kidnapped by Somali pirates on the high seas. Vishnu Shob for NDTV. So very hectic uh, 36 plus hours for the Indian Navy. Joining me now, very special guest, Vice Admiral Anil Chawla, the former Flag Officer Commanding-in-Chief of the Southern Naval Command. Thanks, uh, Admiral, very much for being with us. Um, would you say that uh, there's, there are clear signs now of an uptick as far as piracy is concerned at a time when the Red Sea area and the area of Aden is um, extremely hot in terms of weapons actually being fired? Uh, thank you, Vishnu. Thank you for having me on the show. And yes, you're absolutely right. The resurgence in piracy coincides with the unrest uh, and the attacks that have been unleashed by the Houthis on the merchant ships and other warships transiting through the Red Sea. Uh, and uh, I think uh, what the uh, pirates are doing are taking advantage of the concentration of uh, multinational warships which were earlier focused on combating piracy as also drug smuggling and other smuggling that was happening in this area. Uh, since they are now concentrating their tensions against the Houthis, the attacks that they have carried out, uh, the pirates have probably seen a chance to, uh, to reignite uh, piracy, uh, which had been, uh, you know, un until now it had been suppressed. Admiral, what I find uh, quite interesting and impressive is the ability of our Navy to actually track down these relatively small fishing vessels. In the third incident which took place where we helped a, a, a Sri Lankan vessel, along, you know, using the assistance of the Seychelles Navy, we used drones, we used uh, a, a patrol ship, and we were able to actually get to the exact location before, uh, you know, I mean, help was available to those uh, who got out safely. How difficult is it to actually locate very small ships out uh, in the Indian Ocean? 
Uh, I think uh, uh, before I answer question, I must also add my compliments to the Indian Navy and to the brave officers and sailors who have been involved in these uh, rescues over the past, uh, well, almost over a month actually, yeah. but especially in the past 36 hours. And it's all credit to the leadership and the training that has been given to these people that they've been able to do it. Now, as far as uh, how it was done, as you rightly brought out, there was a plethora of uh, systems that were used. And uh, this is something that the Navy has been working on for, well, almost uh, close to two decades. Uh, we have this, uh, the Information Fusion Center near Gurgaon, where the picture of the seas around us is collated uh, in cooperation and in consultation with many other countries and organizations around the world. Uh, so this uh, gives a sense of what is happening in the, in the thousands of square miles of uh, sea that lie beyond uh, the land and which are very difficult to patrol. So firstly, the issue is that we have today a reasonably good picture uh, because of the efforts that have been put in. Uh, it is not easy, as you asked, uh, to locate small fishing vessels, particularly because they don't transmit their position. You know, all merchant vessels are uh, now legally bound to transmit their positions via the automatic information system. Uh, but uh, fishing vessels, uh, particularly those involved in nefarious activities, obviously don't want to advertise their positions. So therefore, you require a variety of surveillance systems. Uh, the uh, Indian Navy has used the uh, the drones, uh, long-range drones. They have used their ETI aircraft. Uh, they have used information available from other fishing vessels and merchant ships and other warships around the area. And uh, that's why this... Uh, uh, and, and finally, of course, you have to track them down physically. Uh, so if you're not uh, in on the spot close to the area, it, it, it just takes a long time to reach there. So I think it's been a great combination of good information gathering systems that have been built up uh, over the years, uh, supported by uh, very capable platforms, uh, both in the air and on the sea. And uh, finally, of course, uh, with very, very capable uh, human beings, uh, motivated human beings who have actually done this. And in fact, I wanted to come to that because uh, ultimately when push comes to shove, it's uh, the Marcos, the Indian Navy's commandos who are deployed. Uh, they get onto small boats. They, uh, you know, they're able to embark these ships in, in the high seas. They're supported sometimes by helicopters, sometimes not. And, you know, they come face to face with extremely heavily armed uh, pirates. These aren't ordinary, you know, sort of pirates or people or thieves or anything of that sort. They're extremely heavily armed. Uh, absolutely. So the Marine commandos or Marcos, as you call them, are an elite band of uh... Uh, sailors and officers, and they have proved their mettle uh, over the last uh, close to 35 to 40 years in various operations. And uh, what compounds the difficulty is that, you know, you are, as you said, in a small boat uh, on a heaving sea. Uh, you're, you're yourself very heavily armed. You are weighted down with various sorts of things such as bulletproof jackets, etc. Uh, you have the, uh, you know, potential danger of falling into the water. And so they are trained to survive in the water. Uh, with all that weight in the open sea. Uh, and then you have to confront uh, uh, pirates who are uh, themselves hiding behind, uh, you know, a deck or they've got, uh, they've got some shield behind which they can fire at you. Uh, and then they have to climb the ship and they have to climb up the ship side. And uh, uh, while the fishing vessels that you're showing on the screen are, don't have that high a freeboard, but merchant vessels on which uh, pirates have taken over have a very, very huge freeboard. So it's sometimes almost 17 to 18 meters that they have to climb up using a vertical ladder. So it requires uh, physical fitness. It requires mental agility. It requires great courage. 
And above all, it requires great teamwork for this entire thing to happen in coordination with the ship and the helicopter that's in the air. Uh, and Admiral, just uh, in terms of uh, of the of the ship itself in, involved in the first two missions, the Sumitra for one ship to be involved in the rescue of 36 individuals in less than 36 hours, uh, it's just remarkable. Um, you know, I mean, the, the the crew of that ship, just when they were getting over one mission, were deployed instantly. That's remarkable. I, I have never heard of anything like that in terms of the numbers by any Indian naval patrol ship or warship. In fact, uh, I, I must mention Sumitra is a very lucky ship uh, in the sense that it's always in the thick of action. Uh, if you recollect in 2015, uh, when we had to evacuate uh, uh, thousands of Indians from uh, war-torn Yemen, yes. uh, Sumitra was the first ship in uh, into Aden and you know rescued, uh, made numerous trips along with other Indian ships, Indian naval ships uh, such as Mumbai, uh, to to bring out uh, both Indian and foreign nationals uh, from. Uh, uh, from that place. Sure. Uh, but I would also like to point out an, a few other significant uh, factors, you know, which show uh, the Indian Navy's leadership and indeed India's leadership in this area. Uh, firstly, the last incident that you mentioned of this fishing vessel that has just been rescued, uh, that involved multinational operations. It involved uh, the Seychelles uh, uh, Coast Guard, it involved the Sri Lankan Navy. And most interestingly, the ship that finally, uh, you know, rescued this uh, fishing vessel and took charge of the pirates who were on it was MV Topaz, which was donated by the Indian Navy to uh, the Seychelles Coast Guard in 2005. Uh, so from the Information Fusion Center to Indian donated ships to the uh, overall coordination that the Indian Navy has provided to the multinational cooperation that the Indian Navy has engendered through various initiatives such as the Indian Ocean Naval Symposium, through bilateral, multilateral exercises that keep happening. I think uh, we have built a, a good ecosystem of uh, a maritime brotherhood, which, which has come in handy, uh, particularly in these times. And I think that's what we need to keep doing. And I think the Indian Navy needs to be supported in this manner by ensuring that their capability to network with other navies and coast guards in the region uh, is built up even further. And a final question, in as much as uh, these operations are absolutely critical in every sense of the word, our warships are also in harm's way deployed off uh, the Gulf of Aden because um, there is every possibility of drones being fired in their direction. India is obliged to defend uh, uh, you know, uh, ships which are plying those waters, um, marine traffic, and you know, encountering these threats, detecting incoming missiles, and then engaging them is something which can actually happen at any stage, given the number of attacks that we've uh, we've actually seen. Absolutely. I think there have been over 30 attacks, uh, uh, you know, uh, by one count, uh, uh, and they are happening as we speak. Uh, there's been a variety of weapons used from uh, anti-ship ballistic missiles to cruise missiles to drones. And uh, all of them uh, require, uh, you know, uh, a sophisticated mechanism to counter them. I mean, firstly, you have to be able to detect them. So ships have to have the requisite uh, radar systems to detect these incoming attacks. And then they have to have the requisite uh, surface to air missiles and other uh, small arms in order to counter them should they head towards them. So this uh, entire uh, uh, operation is uh, is basically uh, taking ships in harm's way, but that's what they are meant to do. Warships are meant to go in harm's way. And uh, uh, so far, uh, the Indian Navy has, uh, and I'm sure it will continue to do well in the future by 
uh, ensuring the safety of all all the merchant mariners in the region but indeed it's tough work it requires the crew to be vigilant it requires the ship systems to be working uh, 24/7 uh, you can't let your guard down and uh, i i must say that uh, we we need to salute all the officers and sailors who are out there on the oceans uh, uh, guarding the not just the maritime frontiers of india but also protecting the mariners across the world all right uh, admiral chawla wonderful speaking to you thank you very much sir for for sharing your thoughts thanks very much indeed thank you.